Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Debaters Podcast. I'm Andrew, alongside Matt, Max, and Chris. How are we doing today, boys? Doing good. I'm excited. We're two weeks away from football. It's going to be a good uh, start to the season with, uh, who's, who's the first game? Texas, or, uh, yeah, Texans and Chiefs, isn't it? Yeah. Thursday night. First Thursday, Thursday yep. night action. Thursday night. All right. Be a good one. Ready for it. We just had our fantasy draft last night, and we're all pumped. Ready to go. Yes, sir. So today we got the uh, fourth and the fifth rounds, correct? Yes, sir. All right, sweet. So let's hear what you guys got for your uh, fourth round. All right, so our draft went a little crazy, uh, (laughs) but I'm going to give you guys what I put in the fourth round beforehand. Uh, I had 4-1. I had Mike Evans and Devin Singletary as the top two. Uh, Fourth round, yeah. Uh, I, I think those are two solid choices right there. I mean, that's the fourth round. You're already going to have much better players behind uh, that, and those two are very solid, I would say. Yeah, so if you get either one of those guys down there in the fourth, decent picks there. Uh, After that, I had uh, Tyler Lockett up from my rankings and Todd Gurley after that. So uh, what do you guys think about those two guys? I've got Lockett second in the fourth round. so Yeah, I also had Lockett in the fourth round. Gurley I don't have that high, though. Gurley I was a little lower on. Gurley, I had him in the third round. Third round? Yeah. I had Gurley. Oh, at the end of the third round. I had Gurley very end of second round, but um, Lockett, I feel like, could um, will go earlier than that in most leagues. I um, mean, ours, I got him for uh, fourth round, I believe. You had last pick yeah, of the last fourth pick round. Of the fourth last last round. pick of the fourth round. I mean, I think that was a little bit of a steal for I our agree. league, though. I, agree. I think Lockett will go early and should go earlier than that in most rounds, or most drafts, I mean. So yeah, the, basically, uh, my thinking with Ty Gurley and Leonard Fournette, I had all the other running backs gone already, mm-hmm. so if you need a running back and in those the fourth are two, round, everybody's two more gone. noteworthy names, more eye-catching names. People know the name Ty Gurley. I would rather have James Conner over to, uh, Leonard Fournette, though. I would also rather have James Conner over Leonard Fournette. I would disagree with that. I, I would will not, also disagree. I would not rather have James Conner. He's, you know, he, had, he did get injured. Um, I don't like him. I don't like the team. I... I think Fournette has a much better chance. I don't chance. like the team, he says. I don't like their team. They don't, they're do not they losing people. It's it's not great. It's uh, not yeah, a situation. I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I had uh, Leonard Fournette up there in the uh, fourth round, but I had James Conner way at the bottom of the fifth round. What about Mark Ingram? Yeah, what about Mark Ingram? Why don't you uh, let me finish the fourth round, and then maybe, maybe you'll hear. You don't have Mark Ingram in the fourth round? Or David Johnson? I do not have David Johnson, no. but all right. Let's move on. Uh, four six and four seven. I had Cortland Sutton and Stephon Diggs. Uh, Two solid receivers there. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Uh, nobody knows what he's gonna do over there, but uh, he's got a, He's got a, He's an elite receiver, so maybe he'll light it up there. Yeah, he could. I had um, I had Sutton in the fourth. Uh, I agree with you on that. I had Diggs fall to the fifth, just because there is that uncertainty of. Will he do you know good over there? Um, I think because he is going to be the number one receiver, so I think he will be the main focus. So I do think Diggs is not a not a terrible choice, but I think he could fall to fifth round. Yeah, I agree. If you, I mean, if you really want him, you take him where you could get him. I mean, if you want to wait and see, uh, if you if you want to take the risk, that's that's a guy that. I would take a risk on if I had two other decent receivers, maybe throw him into the flex, and if he does good, then your team could be that much better. But after that, I had uh, Cooper Cup and Melvin Gordon in the fourth. Uh, I think Cooper Cup is a decent steal down there late in the fourth. 
I think he's going to be a good receiver. But Melvin Gordon, I had issues putting him up there. But just like I said, the uh, the lack of running backs there. I I mean, there's not much else. I I mean, I had Cooper Cup going earlier than fourth, but I think he could fall to fourth. But I I'm gonna have to disagree with Melvin Gordon. I don't like I don't like him on that uh, that far up there because. Yes, he's going to be the main running back in Denver, but he also has Philip Lindsay, who's not bad whatsoever, who will steal time from him. And I'm hoping at that point, if you're picking uh, Gordon that early, you already have two very solid running backs at that point. Yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon, uh, I had a chance on him in the draft, and I I, I passed up on him to take uh, David Montgomery, actually, which my next two picks, Chris Carson, David Montgomery in the fourth round. Late in the fourth, it's uh, four ten and four. Did Chris Carson below Melvin Gordon? <clears throat> I did, but looking at it now, I think I, <laughs> I think I'd drop Melvin Gordon. He's just like Andrew said; he's just too much of a risk. But what do you guys think, uh, Chris Carson down there? I like Chris Carson. You know the Seahawks are gonna run the ball. That's what they do. <laughs> and uh, I I would have Chris Carson higher. Yeah, and he's gonna he's he's their their lone back, um, and the Seahawks run the ball a lot. So uh, after that, I got Mark Ingram bringing up the rear and the fourth round. David Mon- you skipped David Montgomery there. No, he said David. Yeah, he said David Montgomery. Yeah, he did say. So Mark Ingram is. Uh, I think the last I, Mark guy. Ingram is. David, you think David Montgomery higher than Mark Ingram? <coughs> yes, I, I think so. I think I think David Montgomery is going to get more touches than Mark Ingram just because. Of I hope Lamar. so. Just be, well, I mean, just because of how much Lamar is going to run it. Right. Right. I'm the worried. Ravens are one of the top right. The Ravens had the most rushing yards last year, which obviously is a big part because of um, Lamar, but also I mean, the running backs. Uh, Mark Ingram does he catches a lot of passes. That's true. That's true. Um, the only thing I'm worried about with Mark Ingram is him getting uh, surmounted there by J.K. JK Dobbins halfway through the season, and not not so much that he's going to take over, but right, he's going to take a lot of touches away. So I don't know if he's a reliable guy for the whole season. But is David Montgomery going to get the touches? That's true. Last, last year with Nagy, you last know. year you didn't know he, that, they that had was games the where they forgot to run the ball. Absolutely, well, was, their a, line was just. Garbage. Yeah, the line was bad. It was, but you can't just exclude the run but, game entirely. Yeah, yeah, but dude, with David Montgomery, he actually would, he could find holes. It, it does, it, but it worse, Nagy didn't even give him a chance. Like they ran the yeah. ball like five times in the first half that one game. It's but I think he got scrutinized for that. Calling. I think he got scrutinized for that, and I think he's, I think he's gonna have to run the ball more now, with, especially so. with this quarterback issue that mm-hmm. he has. And no, yeah, I hope so. It's just I wouldn't. I mean, for me, David Montgomery was my third running back, so he's a guy that you want to be able to plug into your flex. He's not a guy you want to rely on weekly. Yeah, I think all three, or all these guys, are following that description here around four. Yeah, so yeah. but you need a, you need a well, solid third Carson. running I, back. That's why I, th- I think Carson. Yeah, Carson could be a starter. I think. When would you, where would you put Carson if you're revising? Would you take him out of run four entirely? I feel like he's more of a, a set starter compared when you put him next to guys like Gordon Montgomery and Ingram. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I guess I'm a little low on him just because of his injury risk. He got hurt badly last year, and he seems to get hurt a lot. But I, I do like him when he's healthy. They, I, I think that's the only reason I have him down there is because of all the injuries. But if that's it about uh, Mark Ingram there, moving into the fifth round, I have Raheem Mostert. Oh, I'm sorry. If you don't mind, really quickly, in my fourth round, I just wanted to bring this up. I did have Dak. I don't know if you guys had him earlier than fourth. But I did put uh, Dak in there because I think he's going to be one of those, you know, uh, superstar quarterbacks that is going to do well. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I decided to put it, put uh, him and Murray down in the fifth. But uh, 
I think in most leagues he's going to go earlier than that. That just basically means I'm not going to take him before then, so basically I'm not going to get either one of those quarterbacks, which I didn't. <laughs> so in round five, we got Raheem Mostert and Calvin Ridley were my top two. Uh, Raheem Mostert is also very iffy. When you get down to running backs like this, you don't you don't know what you're going to get with them. Uh, Raheem Mostert was part of a committee last year. I mean, he did really well in the playoffs, but and that's not going to help you much for uh, for fantasy. But he he's a good running back. He could be the. I don't think he's going to be the exclusive guy. No, that's why I have no way is he exclusive. No, Tevin Coleman down there still with him. He's a guy time. you're going to want to have on your bench as a, if someone gets hurt or if he has a couple hot weeks and you can play him with a good matchup. He's definitely not a guy you want to rely on from the get go. No, he. Which I, is why he's, he's going to pretty much five. all these running backs. I think are are maybe a flex option with a good matchup or a plug and play for injuries or. Well, it, it depends. I don't know. You think round five or four? I because th- I think Chris Ingram and Mark Ingram are more. You can feel confident starting them. Chris Ingram. Or Chris, I Carson, I, Chris Carson, Carson and Mark Ingram. Sorry. Yeah, I I mean I think I think that's true. You could. This is kind of right where the the tiers switch. Yeah, it's kind of a little. A I little think crossover of different types of guys. I think if you if you have them as your third running back, that's perfect because you could decide between them and a receiver. Right. right. And then when you have a bye week with uh, one of your running backs, you could put them in there without a second thought. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think of Calvin Ridley up there? I think it's a good. Uh, I think it's good. I have him in. The, I have him going six in the. Yeah, six. I have him in the sixth spot, fourth round. Okay, so yeah, yeah a little higher. A little higher than me, but yeah, I believe Calvin Ridley, uh, big breakout guy here this coming this year. Uh, pretty highly touted guy. I mean, he's the number two, but they yeah, throw but the Julio, ball so much over there. Julio's always going to be double. Exactly. Right, yeah. So, so Kelvin, a, a lot of times him. that second. I mean, you saw it with Juju when Antonio Brown was over there. Right. That second receiver mm-hmm. uh, across from up. a great uh, number one uh, can't have a lot of success. And it's not like Julio hogs a touchdown, so they, they'll probably be there for Ridley. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Kelvin Ridley's a decent pick here. I mean, I wouldn't want him as my number one receiver, but coming in at number two or a flex spot, like I said, I think it's a good pick. After that, I got Jarvis Landry and Juju, and I did put Jarvis Landry. Actually, you know, I'll say that I I got OBJ after Juju. Jarvis, Juju, and OBJ. That's an interesting little yeah. <laughs> I had, I had yeah, I had very similar. Um, I think I had Jarvis Landry in the fourth round, just because I feel like he can be a step above, uh, above those guys. But I I would I could see him fall into fifth in most leagues. I think those he fell are, all the way to seventh in ours. Yeah, that was a little surprising, though. Yeah, but, but I mean, it, I don't think it's that surprising when, I mean, do you really want a Cleveland Brown like that on your team with such a question mark when Baker and... Uh, Landry, who's the number, yeah, but who's the number one? Who's the number one over there? Are they going to start throwing well, the ball a, more to yeah, Adele? Saying, yeah, I think they, they pair off each other, just like just like Juju and Brown, just like... But the, the, different, the difference is that is the quarterback situation. Oh, yeah, no, Baker, Baker has to take a step forward. That's just, this is, he's yeah. either put up or he's done. He had a bad year last year, he's... He's really good in college. We'll see if he can. But but do you want to take that risk to where I don't think this is your this is your risk. guy one one of these. He's not your guy. Guys. Taking, I can run seven. No, he's, he's your guy in the flex. He if, doesn't have If you're picking him that early, fourth yeah. fifth round. But I, 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 I feel confident with Jarvis Landry. Be, you don't feel confident with Jarvis Landry being a starting flex. I I don't know. I, he had over I think a thousand I, yards last year. I think I'd rather take a Juju who is the opportunity to be the number one and. I mean, well, so does Landry. Yeah, I mean he does, but at the so, same time you see them force feeding Odell all the time. But I think I know, it just doesn't work. So he did. He was the number one. He yeah. was the number one. But I, but they they kept trying to force feed Odell. It doesn't work, 
And with Baker at the helm, I'm I'm afraid to take those guys. I'd I'd rather wait and see if I could get him later. Yeah, last year 1,170 yards and six touchdowns. So. Right, Matt, respectable. Matt, I have a question for you then. Campaign. Are you taking OBJ because you say they do try to force him, or are you taking Jarvis Landry? Which one would you prefer to have? Because you, you, you put both of them in your fifth, right? Yeah, they're both right there. They're so who, would, who would you take if they year. were both? If they were both there, who are you gonna take? See, that that's gonna depend on my team. If I have like a, if I have if I have a few decent receivers who, who are steady and they're gonna give me points, but then I kind of want to go for the boom kind of team, and I go for Odell. But if I need a more reliable guy, if I had a couple guys like like I think Tyreek Hill's in that boom category, boomer bust, and if I had guys like him, then I'd go Jarvis because he's he, Landry had more targets more, than OBJ last yeah, year. So but, I don't think they're force feeding to OBJ. No, they but when you looked at him, uh, Odell just wasn't open and they're they're trying to force feed him. Right. You could tell that yeah, they're but, um, Landry feeding. got more targets, more receptions, more catches, yeah. more touchdowns. It it basically ten more red zone targets, he Basically, the way I'd pick them is if I if I wanted the chance to blow up, I'd go OBJ. If I wanted a more sure guy, I'd take Jarvis Landry. I think that's fair. So then, at this point here, after oh, wait, what do you guys think of Juju first? You think if I mean without if Big Ben gets hurt again, Juju, I believe is not good. <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty obvious statement. Um, you, I don't know. I haven't seen uh, Roethlisberger go down that many times like that no. badly. So I think I think Juju is still gonna. I think Big Ben will be all right, and Juju will have a fair season. Uh, I can't say he's gonna do great. That's why. That's why you see him like as opposed to last year, he went pretty early in yeah. a lot of drafts, and this year I th- he just went straight down because of that whole situation over there. But. I don't know. I think as long as Big Ben is there, he's going to be a solid guy to have on your team. Who's the um, Steelers' number two wide receiver? Deontay Johnson, who had more yards than Juju last year with the same quarterback. The The thing that worries me about Juju is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. But <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Juju has not proven it as a number one yet. Partially because he... He's well, proven like, it, he's last proven year it be, behind yes. Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. He's proven that he can be reliable and he can get you the you know the third down conversions mm-hmm. and yeah but what i'm saying is is he can he perform in that spot that like he was in the slot a lot are you saying like to actually fill the void of like, yeah exactly can Brown he take was? over can he take over that role and prove to be one of the top receivers by himself because like we were just talking about it's easier for a receiver to come in when they're Double coverage, Julio or Antonio Brown. Right. When when they got their top cornerbacks on on you, uh, it's gonna be tougher for you. So do you think that he's that caliber? I don't to where think he could beat I don't those think guys? Put, I don't think you put Juju in the category of elite receivers, at least not yet. But he, I would say that he's he's pretty uh, he's pretty reliable. I'd say yeah, he's upper like a pretty good. He's, he's got like, yeah, he's, he's near the top of the pretty good tier. He, there's there's he's, there's he's the elite twenty three. There's he's the elite good. receivers, mm-hmm. but then there's like, I guess whatever you want to call the next one, like top tier or well, I guess top tier would be the elite, but he's he's a top shelf receiver for sure. I think he has the potential to be, but we got I I, I would like to see him really start winning on those routes against the top cornerbacks. Yeah, he's only twenty three still, Dude, he, so he's... he picks Jalen Ramsey apart every time he plays him. Jalen Ramsey is a questionable guy. I know he's a decent coverage guy, but he, he does get blown up sometimes by certain guys. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. That's, I, I kind of want him to prove to me that 
or well, not just to me, <laughs> but to prove to us that uh, that he he really can take that step forward and become like an Antonio yeah, Brown is, type. Well, a, that's an elite too, way guy. too big a shoe. Antonio Brown's like no, but but, but take yeah. over that role, right, like right, the, right. the obvious. Because last guy. year he didn't prove so it; he was the last, obvious number one. Right, with, he had Hodges throwing him the ball, but yeah, but so did Deontay Johnson. Right, had, uh, had the same guy. I think, I think Smith. He's yeah. He's I think round five is like the perfect. The perfect spot for him. Yeah, because like I said, he's he's another guy like Odell that he could blow up. He could be that number one on a great offense with Big Ben and all those guys there, the good line and everything. But at the same time, he's kind of risky for me. But I think he is a good guy. If you if you want a chance to really blow up, have a have a guy in your fifth round come in and step up for you. I think he's a he's a, as good a candidate as any. Yeah, I think he's he's a really good uh, you know flex spot. Yeah, and then and then if he does end up doing well, I mean you could move him up into right. But yeah, so yeah, I think this is a perfect spot for him to get drafted. On you want to look where he went in our draft? Does anyone know? He did not go fourth or fifth. No. Okay. Well, I have, well while he's looking for that, uh, I had Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott back to back here. We had the debate mm-hmm. the uh, yeah, first been, week. Been that, <laughs> so I got Kyler Murray one ahead of him, but. Uh, whichever way it uh, shakes out. Another guy I included in with that, um, obviously, you know, I had Dak in fourth. I did put Kyler Murray in fifth, but I also included Russell Wilson because I feel like he's not – I don't think he's going to be as good as Dak. Right. But I feel like he could could be one to compete with Kyler Murray. See, I'm going to have to disagree with you I, on that I because mean, Kyler Murray is going to be better than Dak. So I, if you're going to say – What do you think of Wilson? I don't know about What do you that? think of Wilson? Wilson, I think he's – Wilson's really he, does, he doesn't that, throw picks. He yeah, he's a solid guy. I just don't think he has the type of uh, like number one potential as these two guys. Yeah, I'd say he does. He was fourth best last year. Yeah, I know, but it's I don't know. I I think uh, I don't know. I, see, the one thing I really like about Russell Wilson is that he is basically always consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, All right, so he's real been consistently quick, good throughout the years right. too. So we got we got word on Juju here. He went the <laughs> fifth round, the third pick. So. That's actually I had him fifth, fourth pick, so that's right, right where you would want to take him. So in our draft, that's where he went. You hit the nail on the head there, Matthew. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, I think are a tier above Russell, not by much, but I don't think so at all. I think I think that he's like I I, think I would say Russell's the next guy. Did you say Kyler Murray's above Russell Wilson? Yeah. No yes. way. I don't agree. Russell with that. Wilson is a proven quarterback. Right, Russell he's Wilson an elite is, quarterback. Mm-hmm. I understand Russell that, Wilson's but a star. Kyler Murray, by my Kyler, Murray, Kyler Murray is in his second year. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can say Murray's a tier above Wilson. I I think he is. No. With his weapons, he, just what, his what, weapons. He, what, he hasn't played with any of these weapons yet. He hasn't. He's proven, played with all of them except the. What, what about Wilson's weapon? Wilson has Carson, Metcalf, and Lockett. That's he doesn't not, have. I David, mean, Carson's not a pass catcher guy. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a, a solid run game helps. Yeah, he doesn't game, have David, but Johnson. he does not fancy wise. So I would say he's probably does. he's probably similar to Murray, in um kind of build like how he right. is as a he they can both run the ball. But if, just, Mur- if Murray's career works out, he's Russell Wilson. Like yeah. Russell Wilson's what Murray hopes to be, just because he's been doing it longer. I but... mean, I understand that, but I'm my prediction for this season is Kyler Murray's going to be better than Dick. So, but I, to say, so you think? But do do you think that Wilson, Russell Wilson will be better than Dick? I think Wilson, yeah, Wilson and Dak are both like your next year. Like you have Jackson, Mahomes, and then Dak, Wilson. Um, but if if you Watson. if you predict. That Murray is going to be better than Dak, you can't say that Russell Wilson. I'm not saying Murray's going to be better. Than better than Dak. Than Nobody Dak. said that except I know. for you. I'm, I'm saying 
if you guys were in the shoes here, you can't predict. If you have Kyler Murray going above Dak, you can't say that Russell Wilson's better than Kyler. Okay, Am but I right. But okay, you're I think, right. Yeah, Russell, you're I right. Think Wilson's but, on this. Wilson and Dak are like similar. But here's the thing. So I think they're both here, better than Kyler. But here's the thing, real quick. But uh, that's what you I are, disagree with. The, the thing is, you are wrong though. Right. Because your Murray's initial not, thing is wrong. Murray is, you can't just say it doesn't is, work yeah. because just because I think, you think he's gonna do better, no, he's yeah. not. He's statistically, Kyler Murray is not a top tier quarterback. he is a top tier quarterback. I don't disagree. Your own prediction is ruining your thing. It's not ruining anything. I have Kyler Murray better this season. Do you think fantasy? So Kyler Murray is tier one then? No. What tier is Wilson? Wilson, Wilson, I would put him you in... You can't say Wilson's tier three. No, definitely there's not. No he's at, at minimum, he's in Wilson the... If, tier according three? to yeah, what you're saying, he, there's no way he's not in the same tier as okay, Kyler Murray. Okay, fine. I'll put him in the same tier, but Kyler Murray's higher. No. Kyler no. Murray, <laughs> you're Kyler Kyler Murray's the third Dak, best and Russell. Dude, don't get me wrong. I drafted Kyler Murray. Who's better than Kyler Murray, then? Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. That's it? You think Kyler Murray's the third best quarterback? I mean, you guys think the Jack Prescott's best? the third best? He was yeah. number two or three in the league. But in, last in year. my prediction, I'm saying Kyler's going to be better Your than Your prediction so is louder. Prescott was second best last year and Wilson was third. So at least we're like talking based off stats. You're just throwing wild assumptions on that. I'm not throwing nothing. I'm, you I'm are. You have to talk think you are. DeAndre Hopkins comes in. DeAndre Hopkins comes in. He has the chance to be an elite quarterback, and yeah, I think that he will be higher than those two. Wise, though, that is yeah. my prediction. You're my pretty, prediction. I don't see it. Okay. Where do you, you, have can, Watson, you can see then? it at the end of where, the year. Where do you have Watson? Is Watson that far below? Well, Watson doesn't really have it. Yeah, Watson. Yeah. He's got Will I have, Fuller. I have Watson going I down. Love, oh, is yeah. Will the Fuller Murray love? Is just is Will Fuller their number one now? Or did did they? They got Brandon Cooks. What did they? What they get? Randall Cobb. Yeah, do they still have Kenny out. Stills? Do they still have Kenny Stills? Uh, no, yes. no, Stills got traded to Miami. I think. Or no, no, he's still Miami. there. He, he's no, still there. I thought he got traded. Out of regardless, uh, he doesn't it, have it any weapons. Doesn't matter. He doesn't have <laughs> any weapons whatsoever over there. I think Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. Deshaun, whatever, <laughs> same thing. Yeah, Deshaun Kenny Watson. Stills is okay. still there. He's still he's still a great quarterback. Just his fantasy value is gonna fall off without uh, Hopkins over yeah. there. I don't know about fall off. It'll take a hit, but I wouldn't say fall off. That's uh, I think he's gonna have to run have, more. I think it's gonna be a pretty big impact on him because that was his. Uh, that was pretty much his guy. That was his yeah. guy. Yeah, hundred percent. I think he's gonna have more rushing yards this year than he previously I, I has agree. because he's gonna have to run. He's gonna have no one to throw to. Uh, but yeah, I think he's going down. But, I, you think Kyler Murray's gonna be the third best quarterback? That's just, I do. That's ridiculous. That's just. I, I, I mean, you guys can think what you want. I, I, it does not affect me in any way. It does because you're getting I say, I say you're wrong. I know you're wrong. You, you I, bet you had to, no, no, you had to stop like, what you were saying right. because we <laughs> brought up great points about him being great. <laughs> no, you're just talking no, yourself into saying he's the third best. Okay. No, I, think, <laughs> I have. You want to take a look at my list? Tell you what. Tell you what. Look at this. Look at this. I'm talking nothing. Jackson, Mahomes, Kyler, Dak, Breeze, Wilson. Yes. You have Breeze better than Wilson? Yes. You are How is Breeze better than Wilson? I would wow. not listen to Matt if I, were, wow. if I were you guys. <laughs> At least I'm the quarterback. You know, so usually no. usually I would say that you definitely have, you know, the best predictions out of, you know, the lot of us. But this is just wild. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. And, and Chris drafted Murray. I did draft and Murray. I, I'll, Murray. Tell you what, I'll tell you what. I believe he'll be top seven. I don't think he's going to be but top, yeah, top three. three? Top three is a little no, ridiculous. I think for, he's be for one 
all right years. See, you guys had. never had a, you, you didn't have much of a problem when I was debating Chris, but now all of a sudden it comes, it comes what to life here. We both agreed with Chris. I know you agreed with him, but you didn't have a, a huge problem with me. It wasn't my debate. It wasn't our debate. Now all of a sudden, what do you mean, now, it, matter. now because I have him up in, at number three, which yeah. is, which is yeah. what <laughs> I was arguing. Because that's you've what got, I was arguing. Because you've got him above a guy like Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's just wrong. Russell Wilson. And Dak Prescott. I don't think Russell Wilson has enough weapons. What? He's got no tight end. Dak Prescott right there. Dak, they don't, a tight end. Dude, Dak Prescott has he's, he's the got, most weapons in the league. Yeah, how does he have the most weapons? You, you just said the Cowboys have the most weapons in the league. That's what he just yeah, he said yeah, Dak has the most weapons in the league. Yeah. Oh, you're right, Dak. Okay. My bad. Yeah, you're talking about Russell or something? Yes. Okay. Well, you can't say Wilson. I was saying Russell Wilson, Wilson, ha- Wilson does, does not, not have... get Lockett and Metcalf are weapons. They're, they're, they're not the weapons, best, but they're not the best not, in the league, but they're no, weapons. They're, they're not... They're not. They, he doesn't have weapons. They're, they're not like top tier receivers. Because I mean, Russell Wilson's a top tier quarterback. No, he's not. No, exactly. <laughs> That's the only one of your mind. He's not a top tier. statistic. You you can say I don't think he will be again, but he is and has been like his whole career. He's been so consistent throughout. Kyler Murray had one. Like, All right, year. Yeah, which is not his rookie terrible. Year. Yeah, no, rookie we like year. Murray. He's I like Murray. He's coming yeah. up. I'm, we're not sitting zone. here saying Murray's he, not. Yes, he's gonna Number go to his three. Not, no what a way. joke! What a joke! <laughs> Literally, no way. <laughs> All right, who else do you have in your fifth round? Because we're never gonna. How could you Kyler say Murray. Wilson? I tell you. All right, you're just objectively <laughs> I mean, wrong. That's just straight up. It's just factually wrong. Just you know what? I'm just gonna let the stats at the end of the season speak for me. So we are right now. No, no, no. The end of the 2020 season. All they're right. gonna speak for me. He's uh, right. he's he's gonna he's gonna prove you guys wrong. I think you're hilarious. All right. I you think, I think you should. Moving on. I think you should be a comedian at this point. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. Yeah. So like John, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, not sure if he's gonna start, but I think he is the better guy than Marlon Mack. Absolutely. Marlon Mack's the guy you want. No, no definitely no. not. Marlon. He Mack, picked him in the no. fantasy league. That's. That was a mistake. Huge Max. mistake. People like Marlon Mack. He's on a lot of sleeper lists. Doesn't it's matter. Right. I wouldn't the pick experts, him that early. The experts fifth, are talking. Would you say We're fifth round is a sleeper? Too. Fifth round is not a sleeper pick. Who's one of these guys? You should not be picking a sleeper in fifth round. Who would you, you take want a more round? steady guy? I would have... T- I had a... Uh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's a definitely good not Joe, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Corlin Sutton. Which, no. I had to keep the draft. Yeah, you said Corlin Sutton. Did I? Uh, the, yeah. In the fifth? I think that's a much better pick than Marlon Mack. <laughs> Hands down, way better. I'm taking Mack. I'm taking that's a mistake. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, as of now, I believe with the season how it is, Marlon Mack is going to start off being the starter. So Yeah, I'll start off, but I think Jonathan Taylor will be the better at the guy. very At the very least, he could uh, someone with uh, Marlon Mack could get off to a decent start if Marlon Mack performs right away. He ran for a thousand yards last year, and the coach said he is the starter. So, at least for now. All right. I so, mean, so then, what do you think about uh, Scary Terry? Scary Terry McLaurin. Who's throwing him the ball? Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is not good, but they do. They should have the chemistry. They they played together in college. Uh, I mean, Terry McLaurin's really good. I don't know if you guys watched anything from. Him yeah, last no, he year. had. A, he slowed down a decent amount throughout the year. I know he started. Yeah, a but, lot, but well, he was doing really well because uh, he had Case Keenum throwing him the ball. As soon as he switched to Dwayne Haskins, he, the targets were just. Well, god, that's not god good awful. for this year then. Though. No, it's not. It's not good. But I believe they're gonna roll with him. Uh, what they got Rivera over there now as a coach. So, I mean, hopefully he could clean up his just dreadful passes and and scary Terry. Little, Help you out. Scary Terry. 
Yeah, he, um, he missed two games last year and still put up 919 yards with seven touchdowns. Yeah, so, yeah, he, he, he was good. I had him on my team last year. I liked him, but as soon as Dwayne Haskins came in, it was tough. But he had a couple. He, he had um, seven catches and a touchdown in his last week. Yeah, he. I mean, it's just thirty yards. With if they can get the chemistry down, mm-hmm. then I think he could be. They're a, they're a young team. Could be a scary Terry option. So then, uh, after that, Debo Samuel. Uh, I know we had some issues here with Debo. Yeah, uh, does he have an injury? Uh, yeah. Broken foot. Yeah, his foot is broken. Fractured, fractured his. Yeah, but I think he's on the tail end of that injury. Yeah, it was. They, a they, while they were saying I was reading up, and he was questionable for week one. Um, I, I don't think. I think, obviously, a broken foot is going to affect him as a player, maybe slow him down a little bit, but at the same time, who else do you have as a receiver for uh, San Fran? He's going to be like probably the main guy, outside of, obviously, that Kittle at tight end. Yeah, the, really the problem with any... over there is they, it's, it's just like the situation in Tennessee. They just run the ball, and they're, they're so good at it that they don't need to throw the ball too much right. in the yeah, course of the game. Yeah, they're a running team. Garoppolo uh, is a game manager more than a... But a, no, a number one receiver on a very good team is, I mean, hard to pass up. So. Yeah, we'll see how much the injury, even if he plays, if he's hobbled or less snaps. Because, you know, Kittle's his top target, too, even if he's the number one receiver. Yeah. So, after that, I uh, I slid Zach Ertz in there, um, which I actually, I moved up in my rankings because I had, uh, I believe, Jared Cook above Ertz. Uh, but I, I think I'd rather draft Ertz than Cook. Just because Ertz is kind of like boring, but he just there. he just does it. He's, yeah, Ertz is more like the consistent mm-hmm. hands type of guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he's the yardage guy. And I know Dallas Goddard took a lot of his touchdowns last year, but if he can find a way to get into the end zone, he'll be a top tier. Yep, that tight end again. Him and Wentz have been <clears> together for a while now. And then finally, I wrapped it up with James Conner down there at the end, uh, who I I down from my rankings, uh, but I don't know James Conner. I, I, I don't love to take a guy like James Conner, no. but he's too big of a question mark that for me. Like I had, I had uh, Ertz and Conner a borderline fifth. I didn't end up including them, but looking back, I probably should have put probably Ertz in there over. But James Conner's too big of a question mark over there. He had that one like breakout season, and I don't know. He just he's too big of a question mark for me to want go out of my way to draft. I think and, the hype about James Conner, the first year that he showed any signs of being good was because of the, all the all the I guess negativity or whatever you want to say about Le'Veon Bell holding out and everything mm-hmm. like that and people waiting for him to come back and then James Conner just burst out right. of the scene so definitely. I feel like that definitely and that's when they had much better of a passing game to, so the teams couldn't sit on the run like they've been able right. to with Hodges at quarterback and, and I, I just I just haven't yeah I agree once with that, again sure. I haven't seen James Conner do enough to really like be excited about taking him. Yeah, last year was just a disappointing year in all regards for him. Yeah, um, so I mean it's kind of a season with the Steelers that you kind of have to turn away from, kind of throw out the season, not not throw it out. Well, it's but kind of a, it's kind of try not to think year. about it. He ran for uh, four hundred sixty-four yards with four rece- rushing touchdowns received for 251 yards and three touchdowns. He, he was he was riddled with injuries He missed a couple games. He missed uh, he, he one, missed, two, three, four, five, six games. He, oh, yeah, wow. and he missed he missed six games, but then in the games he was in, he still he would leave yeah, early. Yeah, one game he had five uh, rushing attempts only, another one six. Yeah, so it, it's it's just a really hard team and guy to predict because Averaging just with the way the season only. went last year for them, I mean, you had just 
atrocious quarterback play, mm-hmm. well, it was which really affects everyone, the run dude, game. Everyone too. on their team was injured. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a rough year. That's why. Yeah, guys. it's hard to make judgments right. off of last season. Right. So <laughs> if he can stay healthy, I think he's a decent option. But I'm not. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to have to rely on him by any means. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited about taking him. Uh, anybody else want to bring up anybody they have in the fifth round that I missed? Uh, I had a few, but I don't know. Looking back, I know I was not not very happy to see him on here. I had, like I said, David Johnson. Uh, I don't oh, no, I, I don't think I said I had him on here. I had him on fifth round, but I I don't know. He's he's a very questionable guy, injury, and then he's going to Houston. It's not not something that I really want. And I also had um, Marquise Brown. Yeah, we in our league we had both Marquise Brown and uh, Ty Hilton, T. Y. Hilton going. Yeah, the, I had T. Y. The also fifth on round. The list. I think I, think I had T. Y. Earlier, I had T. Y. At the end of the third. I, I had him the fifth. I think you had a pretty good pick in the fifth round, Matt. D. J. Chark. Yeah, but the thing that happened with our draft is we there's so many running running backs got taken and it dropped so many receive, good receivers down late. So when. Uh, when you can get a guy like DJ Char, Cooper Cup down there in the Cortland Sutton down in the fifth, those they look like really good picks, but uh, at the same time, all the running backs are gone. <laughs> so that's that's why that's how it goes a lot though. The strategy you kind of have to do if you got a if you got a league that takes running backs early, like I think this is the worst one we've ever had with running backs going this early. There's also just less running backs than ever too. Like how many yeah. teams have a surefire guy? Well, I think maybe? I think yeah. a lot of people in our league were listening two. to our podcast, dude. You Craig to, wasn't. You got to take, take the running backs early. Shout out, Craig. The running backs are your points getters. Yeah, so that, I mean, it that that's what I think happened in our draft is just so many receivers got bumped down that it looks like all these picks are like great value picks, but realistically, it's a situation of circumstance. Yeah, all it, so if you really, I think the best strategy is to go running back heavy, no matter which way your league goes. You. I mean, if they start drafting receivers early, just don't get panicked by mm-hmm. it. Take your good running backs first. There's always receivers that you could take. That'll yeah, be there's solid. Always, there's always going to be those those rookies that nobody... Like, just for example, when, when DeAndre Hopkins was a rookie, I got him off of waivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that you could pick up off the waiver wire. Always going to be people there's, there's, there. there's Unexpected people, so right. take your good running backs like, early. You, wanna, you want a wild uh, prediction right now? I would love Darnell Mooney. I think he's going to have a good year. Darnell Mooney. Write it down, I mean, I folks. Hope, I hope. <laughs> Write it down at home. But, uh, Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I mean, just I just keep your eye peeled <laughs> on the waiver wire, and you'll be able to find receivers. That's why I think receiver, receivers are you could wait out a little bit. I mean, if you could get a top guy, then and the running back's uh, situation is not great. Take uh take one of those top guys like Devonte Adams fell pretty far in our league, uh. Yeah, basically, basically, if you could get a top guy like that, take him early. But for the most part, try to take running backs early. I think that's the best strategy. So I think that's gonna wrap it up for uh, up rounds four and five. Another another week uh, draft talk in the books. So now and we we're have, gonna kick it out to the debate. Yep, we have a head to head me versus Andrew. Uh, we're going to be talking about Kenyon Drake versus Joe Mixon. And if you guys were to guess who has taken the Arizona guy, you know, 
be my guest because I think this guy's. <laughs> be my guest. I think this guy's in love with the Cardinals. Team. He's wearing a like, bear who do you shirt. Not like? but... <laughs> who do you not like on Arizona? I sort of got you. Know, there's there's a few guys. But yeah, so like you, you guys Arizona make fun of me for loving the Bucks. I'm I, not, I, I, he's I, more yeah. on the Cardinals than I am on the Bucks. Uh, exactly. I just love wherever just, Tom Brady is. Real quick, who has a better record, the Cardinals or the Bucks? Bucks. Thank you. Bucks, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Okay, but let's Wait, get... Wait, so you think, ah. you think Kyler Murray's going to be the third best quarterback and they're going to have a worse record than the Bucks? Yeah, because you don't need to be... Look at Jameis Winston. One he of the was best. not that... One of the best. Was he last year? I don't think he was That's neither here nor no, there. No, it's, it's, just, it's just an example about how a quarterback that. can be good... Uh, uh, in fantasy on a bad team because they have to throw the ball more or whatnot. Yeah, Dak is a prime example of that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a very good point. Dak Prescott, 8-8 eight eight last year. That's completely irrelevant. We're talking no, now okay. Joe Mixon, right. who is clearly going to be better than Kenyon Drake. Uh, Let's that's, debate it. That's, uh, Let's debate it. Do you want to start or do you want me to you start? You just played wrong. Hey, I'll let you go first. Uh, spew okay. your garbage there. I'm ready for the master debate. Okay, so here's here's what we're going to start with. I'm going to start with the positives on Joe Mixon before I tear... Which are few and far between. No, I'm going to tear Kenyon Drake apart later, but let's start with Joe Mixon. He, he He's finished... already torn apart. You seen his injury list? Oh, my Lord. Okay, Joe Mixon, he finished 11th. That, that is not exactly what you want to hear, but he started off the season really bad. He had a very tough schedule, Starting off, um, I believe he had the 49ers and Seahawks, two very solid teams. He had a tough time at the beginning of the season, and he scored a few points, but he still ended 11th. He finished out the season with a bang, absolute bang. He had a garbage line, yet he's still a great running back. He did what he could. He uh, he has rushed last year. It was 1,137 yards. The problem with him is he couldn't find the end zone running too much. But he's played three seasons now. Two of them, he has over a thousand yards. He's a very consistent guy. He's great in the pass catching department. How can you say he's consistent after the season he had last year? How is he consistent? Because he has a thousand yards for the last two seasons. Okay, he's consistent he at the end of the year, but consistent week to week that he's consistent not. Consistent week to week, he's not. Maybe not, but I think next year he's gonna have a spark in him. He's gonna. He has a new quarterback coming in. I think they addressed a little bit of their line, not too much, but. I don't know. He's he's a pass catching back for sure. He had four touchdowns last year receiving. Uh, he's averaged around three hundred yards um, per season receiving. He's he's much better than Kenyon Drake. Let's let's hear what you got on Kenyon Drake because I'm about to dump on this. All right, man. before before I start talking <laughs> about Kenyon Drake, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the negatives that I see with Joe Mixon. So bad first half of the season. He's he's in a bad organization just in general and. I mean, you had you had Joe Mixon last year. You were considering dropping him. That's how that's how bad he was. Uh, I mean, he did step it up. But the thing is, with Joe Mixon, towards the end of the year, they started they started giving him the ball so much more, and uh, they did they did they they loaded him with carries. Uh, the the problem with that it was not a winning strategy. They lost almost every game doing that. They were they were got up. That can't be their strategy if they want to win. And so in his defense, though, there was nothing on that team except for him. Who else? Who else is even considered? But how's that? How's that a team? defense for him? I mean, they because, lost. They lost every game by because by what else are they going to so do? Much. What else are they going to do? They have no other athletes on the team. I mean, they you got to try to throw the ball to win. I mean, it looked like they were trying to lose out there to get Joe Burrow. 
That's what it looked like. I mean, maybe they were. And the you way their strategy for no, but their strategy for that was giving Mixon the ball that. So much. you're telling me that's a fault that they're giving him the ball? That no, much? I think that if they want to win, they're not going to be able to give him the ball like well, that. Well, do they want to win? Because it doesn't seem. I like think they based off of I think, they, I, I think any NFL, uh, NFL team wants to win. I mean, I think Joe Mixon. You can't fault him for having a garbage team around him. He still performed around that garbage team. He's still their superstar there. But what I'm I mean, a superstar uh, so among Can you among Drake trash. is not the super Okay, but he's not the superstar on that team. No, but he, near. he doesn't need to be Far is what I'm it. saying. It's I mean, Joe Mixon just to me, I I'm not saying he's bad. I think he is a very good running back in a very garbage organization, very I, bad I, line. I would agree with that. Uh, this rookie quarterback coming in might step up his carries a little bit, but I, I mean, it's just not a, they're going to, they're, do you think that they're going to be some great team now? Absolutely not. So then I think but that what if saying, they want to win, they're, they're going to have to throw the ball like they were in the first half of the season first, and they're going to really be trying to develop, uh, Joe Burrow, let him throw the ball a lot. And I think, uh, I mean, unless Joe Burrow starts really dumping it to him, to Joe Mixon, then I don't think he's going to have like a great... A great season. Uh, I could see Joe Burrow uh, dumping it off to Joe Mixon a lot, especially if you have like AJ Green go down again, like he usually does. Yeah. I think Joe Mixon will be used in the passing game a lot. I think Joe is Joe Burrow gonna come in and be this huge impact player? Definitely not. I can't see him coming in and making. They're not even gonna I mean, be. He he is a gunslinger. Definitely. Though. He's, he's he's not a guy that that is gonna want to dump it off to his running. No, back. but yeah, when he it comes with that line. Well, with the line. Well, yeah. he, I mean, with the line, but he, I think he's come, just gonna yeah. get sacked trying to throw it deep. Is what's gonna happen? I mean, I don't I don't see that happening. But I mean, like I I will agree hundred percent. Joe Mixon is not on a good team. Kenyon Drake has the superior team. And the Bengals are just going to be garbage. They're in a tough division. Um, but I think Joe Mixon still, he's a superstar of that team. He's easily hes easily the best on that team, so he's going to be used. Yeah, I mean, he, he will be used, but just his impact with such a bad line, I don't think it's going to be enough to really to really put him up there. Uh, I mean, let me, let me get into Kenyon Drake here and let you attempt yeah, yeah. to try to... Attempt. Watch me destroy <laughs> this man's whole career. Alright, so this guy was on the Miami Dolphins. He was very bad on Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins were atrocious. They were very bad. They didn't know how to use him. As soon as he goes over to Arizona, immediately made a huge impact. He had he had four games in... in he, he went there uh, week nine, I believe. Week nine, he played some hard teams. San Francisco, one of the best defensive teams in the league last year, 24 points. Cleveland, not saying much, but 38 points against uh, Cleveland, four touchdowns. Seattle, 30. Seattle's not a not a joke defense. No, they're pretty good. Uh, the Rams, 16. He, I mean, th- this as soon as he went there, he made an impact. He didn't have amazing uh, pass catching yards, but he is a good pass catcher. So I see those in a full season. I see those numbers coming up. Uh, I mean, he had in in that short span that he was there, he had eight touchdowns uh, with them. And he just torched a couple of these teams, and I, I really think uh, coming into year two, he's gonna have that experience in the offense, the experience with the coach, uh, more chemistry with guys like Kyler and uh, the offensive line. Really, really, really come into his own here. Um, I mean, I don't think he's gonna be like a star-studded guy. I just think he is gonna be better than Mixon because Mixon is gonna have a tough time over there, and I mean. He didn't have uh, Kenyon Drake didn't have amazing pass catching stats, but he had about twenty yards a game, 
uh, over there. Uh, I mean, not not amazing, but when when you put in the rushing yards that he really had over there, I mean, I think that he's just in a, a much better situation than he has previously been. I, I think he's really been screwed over a lot. All right, well, <laughs> let me let me just talk about Kenyon Drake real quick. First off, irrelevant in the passing game. You say 20 yards, no. No. This man has barely two seasons scraped up over 200 yards in passing. I know you said he was on the Dolphins, and I agree they're in a trash organization, but you also look at Joe Mixon, who is in a trash organization, and he's done statistically a thousand times better than than uh, Kenyon Drake. So yeah, you're going to fault him for being on a bad team, but he also has to perform on that team. But I'm faulting Joe Mixon too for being on, who is still on that trash team. And, is still and now uh, Kenyon Drake is and Kenyon Drake is not on the Dolphins anymore. He's on a, a team who has a good offensive mind and fast-paced offense. Like like I said in the Kyler Murray argument, uh, they have one of the fast. They run they run plays like the fastest in the league. They they do a lot of hurry up and so he'll be tired. Just, they'll have more. Okay. Well, he'll be tired. tired. I mean, they're, they're NFL <laughs> athletes. They, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have more opportunities, and I think I think just the fact that he goes to this team may just if he was still on the Dolphins, I think there would be no argument. Joe Mixon would be better, but I, now I, that he's on the Cardinals, he's just in so much better of a situation that his situation is gonna outshine. I just have a problem with with you. The only reason you're saying this. He had four good games. Out of his entire career, basically, he's had four good games that you suddenly think he's going to be great. I don't think... I don't. I can't see that. He's, like I said, irrelevant in the passing game. He's had two seasons where he's gotten over 600 yards rushing. Joe Mixon has only had one, one out of three seasons, and that was his rookie year, and he didn't start that year. He, over 1,000 yards. He's not... Kenyon Drake is not an elite rusher by any means nowhere nearly when it comes to catching passes he's had zero uh receiving touchdowns in uh 2019 entirely he he really was not he was not a a factor at all really he's had ridiculous amount of injuries arm fracture ankle fracture two concussions he's just waiting to get injured again um he's Kenyon drake is just not the guy i mean he's the only thing I will say about him is he's in a much better system and team. Other than that, he is nowhere near better than Joe Mixon in any way. I, I, I'd have to disagree with that because Kenyon Drake, I just think the fact that he is on that team, they know how to use him now. They finally can use his talents. He, he's a good running back. He is a very good running back. His stats don't prove that in Miami, but you had such a small sample size last year in Arizona, but he really, he really lit it up there. I mean, playing against a team like San Francisco and getting – 24 fantasy points, that's, I mean, you could call it like a fluke, I guess, but, I mean, you, you got to be good to do that. You can't you can't just torch San Francisco and, and then say that he's bad. I mean, I think that's a fluke game, 100%. <laughs> it's a fluke game that it just happened like that. But you have zero statistics to back up that Kenyon Drake is better than Joe Mixon, and the only thing you can say about him is he's in a better system and team. That's it. I mean, but, the how are you gonna how are you gonna say that Joe Mixon? I mean, what statistics do you have to prove that he's better? I mean, uh, like besides besides rushing yards for two seasons. Besides the thousand yards rushing at the end of the year, that's not gonna help you in fantasy when he gets you one in three points for multiple games. That's that you're not gonna want to start him. I think uh, Kenyon Drake is gonna Drake not get one point for most of the majority of when the, he was on Miami. He okay, but look how about okay? Let's look at uh, his 2019 
on the Cardinals. Yeah, so the lowest game he had was like he had like uh, he had like a five and a six in there against. Uh, I forgot what teams he played, but yeah, he had, he had a few in there. But like I said, he was new to the offense, and he really he really had points where he where he uh, he shined. Okay, so you you said it was week nine, correct? That he had that he uh, joined. I so believe so. Twenty four against, against New Orleans. Yeah, zero against New Orleans. Twenty four against San Francisco. Four against Tampa Bay. I know they they were the top. Uh, they, they were the number one rushing. Uh yeah, rushing defense, but. Again, if he was used in the passing game, that would have been a whole different story. He could have done better. San Francisco, the next time he played, eight points. Rams, five. Pittsburgh, six. He had four good games, but he also had four not good games. So half of his career was great, and then the other half sucked. Half in, of Joe Mixon's se- whole season was terrible. Half of his season was trash. He he was a guy, like I said, you were going to drop Joe Mixon from how bad he was, and the only time... That he started doing good is when they basically tanked and lost every game. That's the that's that's the only time he started doing good. Okay, you, you, he has he has zero consistency, and he's he's just in such a bad situation that he's not going to be. I mean, he, he might be a guy that you can kind of rely on, but not. I don't think he's a guy that you could plug in there every week and know he's going to do good. I think Kenyon Drake is a guy who will have more consistency here in Arizona, and they know how to use him. They have a lot of weapons over there now, so. Just being on a better team by itself helps, uh, gives him a slight advantage, and then he is he is a talented running back. He and he can catch the ball. Uh, he, I mean, he does. If you watch him, he could catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, but they're not. <laughs> the stats that. don't back up. But yeah. but just the rushing alone, he he's good enough in the rushing to no, take a. Not. Joe Mixon is not is not some fantastic pass catcher. He's not he's not a no. guy that. That, that is going to light it up in the passing game. He doesn't have a huge advantage over Kenyon Drake yes, in the does. passing game. Absolutely. It's not a huge advantage. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, but he, like I said, Kenyon Drake made a, a team change halfway through. He didn't even play for uh, One for, for yeah for that week, and then, and then the week before that he got, he got taken out. He was not happy over there. As soon as he goes to the Cardinals, he exploded. He exploded for four out of eight games that he played with them. And like I said, Joe Mixon had maybe four. eight good games. Out of sixteen, I would take eight over four. I don't think that is the same percentage. Percentage, but Kenyon. First of all, Kenyon Drake had three games. Is what I'm seeing over a hundred yards. So you can't say he's an elite running like rusher. He I can't say that. I mean, he had five yards against. He just joined the team, and and he's rushing for over a hundred yards in three games. Thirty-one against the Rams. Thirty-seven against Pittsburgh. That is. Those are terrible numbers. You have 13 rushes for 31 yards against the Rams. That is just downright garbage. He's not a he's not an elite running uh, rusher. He's not better at rushing than Joe Mixon. He by is an years. elite rusher. No, he's not. And not he even is, close. He has zero Joe statistics. Joe Mixon is not an elite rusher. If you're gonna say a that Kenny Drake is not, that doesn't yards. make him an elite rusher. It he, makes him. A they more just elite handed him the ball Drake. to lose to lose the season so they could get Joe Burrow. That's what that, they that did. That is not true. That is what they did. That is not true. They they gave him the ball. They lost every game. And DeAndre Hopkins is going to take away from Kenyon Drake anyways. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, he's not. Is DeAndre Hopkins going to going to run the ball? No, but he's, he's gonna, not going to take away from. But him. he's going to be more. Of a, he's going to be way more of a focus than Kenyon Drake. Or it's going to make Kenyon Drake better because they're focusing on him. And then as soon as and that opens what, the field for him? no, they it opens the field for Kenyon Drake to run the ball. Teams still run the ball even if they have a good receiver. All right. Well, Joe Mixon. You, I, the only thing you that makes any sense that has come out of your mouth 
is that he's on a better team, better system. You have no statistics to back it up. And Your only and statistic is 1,000 yards. and 1,000 yards with uh, more uh, receiving as well, which is... Drake had more receiving yards than Mixon. Mixon yards? had more touchdowns. What In his career or last year? Last year. It was like 343 for... You have no argument for his consistency. His consistency is bad. Yeah, no. And so was Kenyon Drake. Drake had no touchdowns. Mixon had three, but Drake had more yards. But like, Kenyon Drake just got paid now to be there in Arizona. He He's going to be their guy. And I know Joe Mixon is their guy, but they're just bad. I mean, it's a bad team. It's hard to have Absolutely. a rusher, a good rusher on a really bad team. I And that makes Mixon a good rusher that he can perform on a bad team, but he can't perform enough in fantasy to, to beat out a guy on a good team who might be not not as not as good of a runner, but in a such a better situation that and they know how to use him better to where Kenyon Drake is. I mean, Kenyon Drake is projected higher than Joe, than Joe Mixon on basically every site that you look at by all all the experts. He, he's uh, he's projected higher. I I think first of all, Joe Mixon is a better athlete than uh, Kenyon Drake. I think he's a better running back in general in all regards to the game. I think he, the fact that he is the superstar on that team, he's going to be the main the main guy. He's going to get more touches than Kenyon Drake. He's going to get more receptions than Kenyon Drake. And I I can't see him having a like a, an absolute just crazy year. Joe Mixon, that's why I had him in the second round and stuff, but I think if you if you have like a if you're picking between Joe Mixon and Kenyon Drake, you have to go Joe Mixon all the way. I, I don't. I don't believe that's correct. Uh, I mean, I pretty much said all I've. All I want. I, I think Kenyon Drake, uh, more of a touchdown guy than Mixon. He's gonna get more touchdowns this year because, like I said, Joe. I mean, Joe Mixon. While he might be a little bit better of a of a running back. A little bit. He's a yeah, lot a little better. bit better of a running a lot back. Better. Uh, he a lot. his situation he's not going to get into the end zone enough because they're not going to be near the end zone enough, uh, and I, I just I think DeAndre Hopkins will open the field for Kenyon Drake, uh, having having a good passing attack does help the run game a lot. I I agree. Um, one thing I would like to look at for both players really quickly is the schedule because I feel like obviously the schedule is going to have very yeah, big um, impact on how they perform. Um. But I will say, uh, I, know, I looked a tough at schedule last year for sure. <clears throat> I did. I did look at Arizona's schedule, and they they're playing the um, the Miami Jets, uh, Giants. They have a lot of good matchups there. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm seeing Joe Mixon has a lot of good matchups. He has, especially t- more towards the end of the season when he's playing Washington football team, <laughs> uh, New York Giants, <laughs> Miami. It he has all in a row. First of all, that's I don't know. He's he's gonna have a much. He's going to have a much better season than last year, and that's finishing 11th place. I think he's going to be easily top 10 for running backs. I mean, he, while he could be top, I mean, he could be top 10, uh, but I just think that Kenyon Drake will end up beating him. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the just NFL.com, he's projected 9. Uh, his schedule, I mean, he always has the tough divisional games, like San Francisco, Absolutely. he has twice. But he's got teams. He's got Detroit, Carolina, the Jets. Dallas is no uh, no yeah. elite defense. Uh, he's playing um, Dallas and Philly too. Miami, Buffalo, uh, Giants. Buffalo's like I defense. said. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, Buffalo. Um, 
the Eagles don't have the greatest defense. I, I think he really has has the opportunity to light some of these games up. And I'm not saying Kenyon Drake is like by far more consistent than Joe Mixon, but I think he will be a little bit more consistent week to week than Joe Mixon. I think consistently bad <laughs> is what I'm saying. No, and, cons- and what what's gonna happen? First of all, Kenyon Drake's getting injured. There, you have no argument against that. He's uh, injured. He did, how, how do you know he's going to get injured? He didn't get injured last season. I guarantee you that. You, can, you, you can't you can, guarantee You that. can predict an injury, but you can't predict someone getting injured. Uh, right. well, words from an unwise man right there. But what uh, I will say... Shout out Tyler Barney. Yeah. But what I will say, Kenyon Drake is injury prone. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, what I... Like, overall... I think Kenyon Drake and Joe Mixon, two solid guys to have like on your team. Neither I'm not saying Kenyon Drake is garbage at all. I think he's still gonna be like a good running back. I, I mean think, the whole argument it sounded like you said he's garbage. <laughs> well, compared to Joe Mixon, yes. <laughs> compared to Joe Mixon, yes. I think both the guys are a good number two to have. You don't want either he's one as your number one. No, definitely definitely not. We agree on that. But Because they both have their faults, they both have their uh strengths. Yeah, their strengths and they're both good guys. That was your number two, I think. Definitely number two, but Joe Mixon over. No, no, I mean Drake. I, I just, I just don't understand where your love for the Cardinals came from. <laughs> it's, like, I mean, it's not me just the, it's, it's not the Cardinals that I love. It's the players on the Cardinals. Oh. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I like three what? players. On, I like three <laughs> players on the Cardinals. Oh, I, I don't. I'm on love with the Cardinals. I, I like DeAndre Hopkins. He's an amazing receiver. He's my favorite receiver. Uh, I, I think Kyler Murray's going to be good as because of him, and then I think that Kenyon Drake has a good opportunity. No, I, I just the love for the, all these players just came out of nowhere because you never talked about any of them until they're all in the Cardinals together, and you know. All I mean, I talked about DeAndre a Hopkins a lot. DeAndre, yes, but when did you ever talk about Kenyon Drake? Because I, I only talked. To, I I picked him up last year when he went to the Cardinals, and he performed great. He won me a couple weeks. He, I think he has the opportunity there to really to really blow it up. No, I just, I don't know. I think Joe Mixon is going to be just a more solid guy to pick, but Kenyon Drake is not a terrible choice. I think that, I mean, we're just, obviously, we're never going to agree yeah, in any of the that, debates. That's but, a good place to leave it. Uh, yeah. But I think that's that about wraps it up. Um, don't listen to Matt. And, uh, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's all for us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Debaters. Uh, For the rest of my hosts, Chris, Andrew, Max, I'm Matt. See you next week.